Hello, welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode number five. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the founder of Bear Fruit, and with me is the co-host, Adam Jafar Tetris. Ooh, we haven't used Jafar yet. Woo! I'm running out of J names. <laughs> Never gonna run out. <laughs> out of J names. I think it's impossible to run out of J names. Um, yeah, that, I guess that's true. You would just put a J in front of basically any sound. Yeah. Yeah, and you got a new one. I got I, I got a million. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I got a million. I want to see this list. Wherever you're keeping it, I want to see this list you're hey, compiling. Man. Let's see how long we can keep it going. Okay, deal. Game on. So we're back for another episode, episode five. Yes, sir. This is uh, this is fun. Yeah, this is good. This is a good thing. I'm, I uh, throughout the week, usually I'm slacking off. I'm, I'm not doing the work that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I'm spending time. I'm spending time on uh, uh, comics, Vine, okay, comic book resources, uh, on AV Club, Polygon. I'm just reading comic book news all the time. I'm so Snapchatting like, Adam right now. I'm being Snapchatted. As I speak, and uh, I, it's it's important it's important for me to like actually keep up with comic news. Wednesdays I go to the comic shop. Uh, I pick up my stack. I uh-huh. read these things, but I, I do all this stuff, Octavius, by myself. Yeah, and then I wait until now, until this moment, until this very moment. Keep it keep it all in when you and I are are, are in the same place together, and we can finally talk about all of it. All of I, it. I have a lot on my mind. What's on your mind right now? So what 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 are you, what are you trying to get off your chest? <sighs> I read Nowhere Men number seven. Mm. You uh, you remember last week? I was I yes, was I do. Very hype on Nowhere. Very Men. excited. I read Nowhere Men number seven. I'm very excited. Uh, I've been waiting over two years for this moment, and uh, read it cover to cover. Put it down. I mm-hmm. say. I have no idea what happened in the first six issues. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> well, a two-year layoff is a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. So I went to my my uh, my shelf where I have all my trades, and uh, I can't find my 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 trade. Nowhere, man. Mm-hmm. I think I lent it to someone. I just don't remember who I gave. Didn't it to. Didn't lend it to me. So I'm saying this right now in a podcast. If I gave you my my copy of Nowhere, wherever you are. If wherever you are, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't mean to intimidate you, but. Please can I have that back? Right. Because I have no idea. I don't mean to intimidate you, but please can I have that back? Yeah, that's my line. What do you think? I thought you were going to give him this this Sylvester Stallone from Rambo. I'm coming for (laughs) you. (laughs) (laughs) Grabbing the thing. No, I went for a more like diplomatic, gentle approach. Please? Hey, please. Can I have that back? Hey, man, if it's nothing to you, can I have that back? My voice goes higher? (laughs) Is it all right? Okay. Can I have that back? Is that okay? It's all right. Is that if okay? it's nothing to you, it's yeah. okay. I mean, I guess if you've read it, you know, if you're not done with it, it's okay. So uh, the point is, is I read number seven. I was really, really, really hyped. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, like, I, I really don't remember. Like, it's been too long. And now I need to get caught up. Yeah. I wish I had more to say. I'm pretty sure it was awesome. <laughs> I have to read one, yeah. You know, so I'm gonna I'll read all of them and catch up. You'll, yeah, you'll get there when I figure out where my copy is. I'll, I'll lend it to you. There we go. Now, what's on your mind? What do you want to get off your chest um, before we even get into it? I went to Amalgam. Oh, tell me about this. Amalgam is awesome. They have a great chai tea latte. 
Ooh, okay. Um, I've had a few of those yeah. over the past uh, week. Like uh, the week before last, I went like two or three times. Amalgam being the uh, comic shop, new comic shop in Philly. Yes. Uh, owned by Ariel Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, uh, what is it? First, first comic shop owned by a black woman on the East Coast. Yes. Congratulations, Ariel. And it's a good shop. Oh, it's really dope. That's great. Um, really comfortable. Um, very, very, very decked out in geekdom. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you know, posters and prints all over the place. You've got they have those tables, tables that are made out of like the Captain America shield and stuff yeah. like that. I think yeah. one's made out of vibranium. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly could be. That was an expense. That's why it took so long to open up. Exactly. And like I said, chai tea latte. Yeah. You know, really tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I rode my motorcycle out there before the blizzard. Dang. And bought my comics. Uh-huh. It's good, man. It's fun. I like What it. happens when a new comic book shop opens up? Do you feel like you're cheating on your local shop? I most certainly feel like I'm cheating on my local shop. I get that feeling, too. However, um, it's at a point now where it's hard for me to not buy comics. When I'm ready to buy comics. <laughs> like, I can't... Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I can't walk by a comic book store without going in. Yeah. yeah can't no, do I it. Understand. And I if understand. I'm in there, and it's Wednesday, and you have what I want, I'm buying it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, we're not like we're not in a, like, committed relationship. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. You're open to other people. I'm open to other stores. Okay. You yeah. Know? But I, I, I do. I have that feeling every once in a while. If I visit a shop that is not my own, my shop. I'm declaring it. My shop is Brave New Worlds mm-hmm. in Old City. I love that shop. I love the people who uh, work that shop. Brian and Rob and Dustin. Mm-hmm. They're great. I consider them friends. And when I'm not in that shop, I feel like oh, I hope they don't find out. <laughs> don't tell don't tell anybody have you seen workaholics no oh okay i was about to give you a reference you probably wouldn't get it anyway no no give it to me I, w- I want you to have my reaction give it to me so workaholics spoilers there's an episode and i believe it's in season two or three where the three main characters they buy weed all the time mm-hmm. um and one of their buddies is their weed guy mm-hmm. so um the they buy weed from this other person and the whole episode is surrounded around how they bought weed from this other girl yeah. and how their former like weed dealer is kind of upset and they're playing it like it's a relationship. Yeah. It's like, where'd you guys get this weed from? It's like, uh, well, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's like, this, this isn't mine. You guys been buying from somebody else? It's like, you haven't been around. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, Classic. I just left for a little bit of time. I was going to come right back. It's like, sorry. Yeah. You know? That's, but it, it, that, 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 that's, it plays on loyalty. I have, yeah. I have loyalty to my, my place. And even when, even when I'm in, when I'm closer to my home mm-hmm. in South Philly and I walk over to Passion Cav and there's South Philly comics down there. And I mm-hmm. love the guys at South Philly comics, uh, particularly because there's a dude down there who's a big man thing fan as I am. Uh, <laughs> there's a dude down there that's a big man Thing, man, thing, fan. It's careful to have that, like, the cadence of your sentence yeah. is, is very important to the right. delivery of the like, message. There's a guy down there, big me? man, thing, fan. Right. Big man, thing, fan. Uh, those, those guys are great. Uh, but even when I go over to that place, even though it's closer to my home, 
I'm like, oh, this is not my shop. Yeah. I, hope that, I hope there's nobody taking pictures in here. Nobody's just, right. I hope nobody's just Snapchatting me. <laughs> like, don't Got blow, him. Don't, don't put me on blast. Yeah. But that's I like that feeling though. I, there are very few places, at very few places in the world that I can think of. Like I mean, like that's my home. That I, I get that feeling mm-hmm. that it resonates like that. That's your spot. Given that, uh, I want to support my whole city and a shop like Amalgam open up. Yeah, uh, that, yeah that's why go. I went there. I went out of my way to go gotta there, go. and I went out of my way to buy comics from them because I wanted to support them. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to support them. I was excited for them. I'm like, let me go give them my money. Let me go because it's that's not like near me. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's going out of the way. But I went out of the way because I wanted to spend money there. I wanted to support them. You and know. you went back. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, it's one thing to say this is cool. Let me put a Facebook post up. It's another thing to go. Here's twenty dollars. Yeah, you yeah. know, of course. All right, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta talk to my people. I gotta talk to my shop, and I gotta say, here, here's where we are in our relationship. <laughs> don't, I need this is don't say this the wrong way. Yeah, can you can you sit down? Do you have a minute? You want to sit down? Can I tell you something? What are you trying to say? Um, so there's somebody new in town. I just I'm like I'm not saying that I'm I'm not I'm not going away. Oh, so you gonna go? I'm oh, so you gonna away. go see somebody else? I'm not going away. You gonna go see somebody I'm else? Not going anywhere? When I'm right here. How long have I been here? Okay. How long, if I, every time you need man thing comics, you don't go over there and get it from there. Now somebody new come. Now you want to go over there. I still remember. Those were good memories. I still remember that. <laughs> oh, now it's all about memories. Oh, man. <laughs> I just want to see this person one time. Skimmy. Full Philly John. What if, what if, what if <laughs> Brave New World just goes full Philly John on Oh, you. my God. If they <laughs> would leave, he tears his shirt off, and he's got, like, a uh, a wife beater on. I'm like, okay, I got to go. Oh, I, I got to go now. I got to go now. Yeah, I, I get that feeling, but it, I, it, it's important. I think it's important to elevate the scene in your city. So if there's a new shop, yeah, you show solidarity. Yeah. That's all there is to it. And I'm, I'm really excited to hear that uh, you enjoyed your experience over there. Absolutely. I got to get myself over there. Uh, Octavius, what's happening in uh, geek news? So, give me some like comic stuff. News. Yeah. Let's see what we got on our list here. Um, so, the big thing that's going on right now is the Suicide Squad trailer, the official trailer um, uh-huh. of Suicide Squad. Thoughts? Gut reaction? First of all, if this is your first time listening, you might not know this about me, but I watch one trailer. <laughs> yeah, this is then it. I'm done. The, this is an important moment because the the opinion you're going to hear this that Octavia it. shares, he's got no other opinions after this one. <laughs> this is the, this is the one trailer I'm watching, <laughs> That's it. and I'm out until what is it August, <laughs> something like that. I'm done for the next. You know, eight months. Let's keep that down for record. So the next time there's a trailer, I'm be like, did you see that? No, you did not. Nah. You did not. Nah. But, but so it, it, given it was, that this is the only one that you're going to watch, how do you rate it? It was really, really good. Yeah. Great song. Um, I think they did a good, a good job of showing me the characters, mm-hmm. a good job of showing me the team, yeah. the world, the scenario they're putting everybody in, um, kind of breaking down the personalities, showing me that this is n- going to be kind of a fun movie. You know what I mean? Well, it's yeah. going to be dark and serious. It's kind of like a dark humor kind of thing that I yeah. was getting from it. Yeah. Um, so I'm in. Yeah. I'm not like I wasn't in before. But I'm in in a sense where it's like, okay, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this version of Joker. Yeah. You know? Okay, we're going to see Harley Quinn on the screen. We got to hear Joker's voice. Yeah. 
we got to hear uh, Jared Leto uh, actually like pulling Joker's voice. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? The laugh? Yeah, the laugh. Uh-huh. I mean, when when I saw him with the suit on and the gun and like doing the crazy hysterical laugh, I was kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, I see where we're going. Mm-hmm. I see what we're doing here. Because when it was just visuals, it was kind of like, what mm-hmm. kind of Joker is this? Yeah, I know. You know, where are we going with this? Yeah. But after I've actually seen him in action and emotion, I mean, I'm excited to see where we go. And they didn't give me too much story. Okay. You know, yeah. they gave me enough story to kind of go, hey, here's the plot. Here's they, they, they did kind of reveal that there's like a creature or monster or like some like goopy, like sinister something going yeah, on. Something. So that, was, that was some news to me. I didn't, I didn't even realize what the... You can't even refer to it as an antagonist. I mean, mm-hmm. like everybody's an antagonist. Well, I think this group of people is it's like, you know, we're... We're bad guys, but we're in a situation where we're going to have to work together yeah. and you know bring out certain aspects of our character that we might not necessarily do if we were all in it for ourselves. We're the bad guys, you know. That's but when you, do. but when it takes a team in order to succeed, you're going to have to take on different characteristics to make it work. That's right. If these all, if like again, if these were individual characters that were functioning by themselves for themselves only, you know, that's a different set of rules than. When you're a team, so you're for it's like you're forcing a bunch of bad guys to kind of create a like Justice League type scenario. Yeah, I was uh, I was I was definitely a fan of the trailer. I'm interested in it. Um, it. I always was, but I don't know very much about Suicide Squad, and this has kind of elevated my my intrigue. So I'm going to see it. One thing kind of got me down. It's a little bit weird to hear Harley without the accent. Without you didn't that, hear the accent? Without that, nah, that didn't. It didn't come through, Mister J. Like nah, all that. They, I don't know. It just like wasn't really present for me. Like my, I, maybe it's more like when I have the opportunity to hear Margot Robbie deliver more lines. But mm-hmm. listening to uh, her talk in the uh, in the trailer, I was thinking like, nah, that's not nah, that's not Harley. That's not it. That's not it. And I also, I mean, I have to, I have to confront the reality that you know somebody talking like that sounds like a cartoon character. Yes. So if you do that in a movie, it's going to sound off-putting. So I know that there are certain sacrifices you do when you change the medium when you deliver it to the, to the big screen. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I was just I was feeling that. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. This is interesting. I also haven't seen Harley Quinn uh, performed by. A real person. A human being ever. Yeah. So there's that. You have to contend with that. But right. I'm into it. Will yeah. Smith. Tell the truth. <laughs> he, he didn't have the concussion <laughs> accent. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, Will Smith for me, when I see Will Smith in movies, I'm always like, all right, well, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like, you say you don't get excited about it. Not, not really. But, you know, he surprised me in concussion. Um, but this movie is not all about him. He actually has other people that he has to share the screen with. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what kind of role he plays and what he does. So I'm cool. I mean, I'm in. I'm in. I'm ready. I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see it. I thought it was cute. Where um, again, spoilers. If you haven't seen the, you know, trailer, we're going to talk about it. Um, where Harley breaks the glass and steals the purse. Yeah. And the dude's like, "Yo, what are you doing?" She's like. We're bad guys. This is what we do. Yeah. And I was I like, like, really? You're going to look down on me? 
It's like, like, you know what it is. <laughs> and it was kind of like, okay, like I get the world that you're creating. You're yeah. creating, and that's kind of that comic booky, dark comedy kind of thing where if you've seen Batman animated series, you could see Harley Quinn going, ooh, I want that. I'm going to break the, break the glass and take it. You just and if take someone it. were to redirect her, she'd be like, come on. Yeah. I'm a bad guy. Like, yeah. What do you What do you want from me? Of course, I'm gonna break it and take the glass. What I it's What I am. It's what we do. I appreciated that because they, you know a little bit of levity, but they they show that these these are villains. Like they 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 it's petty crime and like some like yeah they just do whatever the hell they want. So if they're gonna band together and save the world, whatever, right? But you, every once in a while, you gotta remind me that they're actually kind of rotten, right? right like this is right. just the people that they are. So yeah, that was a good moment. I like that. I like that. Um, so what we also have going on is, um, did you see the trailer for, um, Justice League versus Teen Titans? Yeah. We, uh, Your thoughts? we, we watched the trailer for Justice League versus Teen Titans. Uh, my thoughts. I'm not interested at all. No, no. Hey, you know, I, because? I, I, th- I think there's, I think there is. Maybe a disconnect with me and the Teen Titans because as a as a team they've never appealed to me. I wasn't I wasn't into it at an age when I I thought it was like appropriate for me to like really dig on. And I'm not saying that I, you have to be a teenager or a young person to dig on the Teen Titans. I, yeah. I don't believe that's true. But the opportunity for it to resonate really with me, I think I missed my chance. Like I missed that spot when it would have meant something to me. So now it's just like, now it just seems like the, the young squad of the justice league. And I'm interested in the justice league. I'm just not interested in like the cutesy young squad. Mm -hmm. Did they seem cutesy in the trailer to you? I think so. Partly because, you know, Robin's voice is so high pitch. She sounds like Tommy pickles. Well, it's Damien or Damien. Damien's voice is He sounds like uh, Tommy pickles. He sounds like a baby. And well, I mean, this is like he's supposed to be. Well, he's not Nightwing Robin, right? He's not Jason Todd Robin. He's Damien, and Damien's like he's a Damien's bad. a little little kid. Yeah, I, it's just it, there's something to it where it's when you have a bunch of the kids hanging out together, it just doesn't appeal to me in the same way. You like Teen Titans Go? No, no, I like it's, Teen Titans Go. I'm just I, it, it's weird. Teen it, Titans it just like, isn't. For me, what, what what is what's the difference between Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go? Um, Teen Titans Go, I believe, I think, if I'm if I'm right, it's like the little kind of like weirdo chibi kind. Okay, of, okay, kind of like anime ish. Yeah, kind of characters where their eyes bug out, and yeah, you know, it's a lot more wacky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, rather than kind of just like oh, you know, we're the Teen Titans and we're kind of just fighting the bad guys, like imagine something that would have been on like liquid television oh wow back in throwback the day. yeah you know or, okay so it's it's a different tone or, or or adult swim yeah something it's not as dark and adult but it's the same kind of like wacky kind of weirdo strange kind of stuff you're going to see things that maybe like if you were with us with a kid of a certain age you're like this is not for you this is probably more for me than you yeah. you know yeah and I, like I can, I can vibe on something different, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, like, if it's going to be, this is a different kind of show. Is made with a different tone, a different kind of flavor. Is made to be maybe a little more slapstick and funny and lighthearted. I like that. I can vibe on that. But it's, 
I, it just it for some reason Octavius it just doesn't resonate. I'm like it's not it's it's not something that I that draws my attention. I don't go after it. Well, I love I mean I love DC animated movies, so I'm gonna watch it for sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, Batman Bad Blood that I'm interested in. Yeah, Batman Bad Blood I'm interested in only uh, only stops me from like jumping into that movie right now because I haven't seen the first one. This is a sequel, ain't it? It's the third. The third. Yeah. All right. So the the one that came earlier, I think, took some inspiration from Court of Owls. Scott Snyder, Court mm-hmm. of Owls, yeah. which was an awesome arc uh, when the New 52 just started. DC's New 52, their big comic relaunch back in like 2011. Uh, I want to see that, and I want to see Batman Bad Blood. I guess I need to see all three of them. Yeah, I mean, because they all do connect. I want to see Bad Blood because it's got Batwoman in the mix. And I love Batwoman, Kate Kane. That character is way underutilized they do her justice i mean so i've seen it i've seen the actual movie there's a five minute um they show the first five minutes of the movie yeah so you can check that out okay um and you can also check out the whole movie on itunes as well yeah but um i really thought they did a good job so what how it goes bat it goes son of batman batman versus robin and then batman bad blood so all three of those are connected and batman bad blood of course is like a, a collabo with a Taylor Swift. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendrick Lamar is there. Taylor. Yes. Bad Blood. There we go. Lena Dunham is in the video. Oh, let's stop this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's going on too far. Uh, yeah, I do want to catch that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, like if we're, if we're talking about Batman, I think it, it's worth bringing up. There is news that Scott Snyder, the current writer of Batman, is going to be stepping off soon. Yep, Greg Capullo stepping off, illustrating. I know this is the reality of comics. This is just the way that it works. Like yeah. the creative teams rotate, and sometimes they leave, and then new ones come on. And this is how we refresh. I get right. it, but I don't want this to happen. I definitely. I mean, this is this is. I'm Batman is my favorite. I have greatly enjoyed reading a current ongoing Batman story for the past, what's it been, like five years, four or five yeah, years? Yeah, 2011. Wow. 2011 is when they, was it, somebody Somebody was sharing an opinion from your computer. Who's that? What uh, was I that? don't know. I think it was the internet. The That's in- what happens when you're Googling while you're recording a podcast. <laughs> 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 then what happens is amazing radio like that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was, uh, that was the least uh, the least problematic event that could have occurred yeah. while you're googling while you're doing a podcast. Right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, to round back, I'm sad. I don't want to see them go. Since 2011, I've been picking up Batman. I know I've been like I hit a bump lately with the the latest plot arc mm-hmm. after Bruce kicked it i think it's called heavy or super heavy or something like that yeah and uh i want to come back i love the work that they're doing i love the stories that they tell almost 100 percent of the stuff that they've done uh has been something i love except for some of the joker stuff most Mm -hmm. recently you didn't like the joker stuff i love the joker uh in the death in the family Mm -hmm. that was beautiful uh but the stuff that that uh came right before where we are right now like when Joker came back and turned everybody into Joker. Yeah. Jokerized. No, that didn't that didn't pan out well for me. 
I didn't I I, I didn't I didn't follow that well. But not all of it's got to be like to my liking. It's I'm I'm not I'm not the judge jury executioner. I'm not the judge dread of Batman. I'm not the judge dread of Batman stories. So I know that they need to change it up. I'm nervous. You told me that the rumor is Snyder and Capullo are going to be transitioning to a new book, and that book would be well from what I. I'm hearing you can't always trust the internet. I don't really know, but what I'm hearing on the internet is Snyder's no longer going to be on Batman, but he might be going to, um, I think it's Detective Comics. Yeah, is that was that what I said earlier? That's where you said Detective Comics. I think so. Now there's also a rumor that Snyder and Capullo might be doing something else that we don't know together. I want that to be the case because I would like to see their voices, their talent take on something that would be new to me. Yeah. I want to see them be like, uh, we're going to do blue beetle. And then I'll be like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I guess it's time for me to be a fan of blue beetle. Well, I I I mean, on some real stuff, like Greg Capullo takes me back to the time where I used to buy comics purely because of artwork. Yeah. Like, you know, Greg Capullo, when I first started reading Batman, one of the first things I said is, man, this looks familiar. Yeah. This kind of looks like Spawn. Spawn. It's weird. You yeah. know, I, I totally, I didn't put it together because I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I was like, kind of looks like Spawn the way he draws Batman. Oh, whatever. You know? And I'm like, oh, this is the guy who was drawing Spawn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that, that, that's why he looks like that. This mm-hmm. artwork's familiar to me. So, you know, I want to say i would follow greg capullo anywhere but mm-hmm. that's not really true <laughs> i've kind of grown to the point now where it's way more story than art yeah you know because if the story is whack I, I don't care how good the art is yeah i'm not going to keep buying a whack story agreed now i would more likely follow snyder anywhere yeah than you know greg capullo but if you put snyder and capullo on something i'm going yeah yeah, for sure. And that's why I'm saying I hope it's a character that I don't know much about because I want to be able you to... You hope it's Man-Thing, basically. Well, if it's going to be DC, then they would put him on Swamp Thing and it'd be like, come on, guys. You're this close. Jump. You're so close. <laughs> go, to the, go to the true... Walk into the light. Go to the OG, the one that came before Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing's like... There you go. No, Swamp Thing's got a mouth. Swamp Thing can say. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, that was the wrong joke. Yeah, Man um, Thing. Man see, Thing's like, Swamp Thing's is, like, yeah. So Man this Thing's is like, a, I am your. This OG. is a difficult reality that we we fan things deal with, right? There's like this interplay between the two. There's some confusion, uh, which is why it, Man Thing needs a good, strong voice, good, strong creative team to uh, get him out of the shadow of Swamp. Whatever I forgot his name, even I don't even care. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Right. Uh, what were we saying? <laughs> um, ultimately, we were talking about following Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder to a new book. Um, Snyder is possibly off of Batman, possibly going to direct the de- Detective Comics. We know Greg Capullo is going to be going to do something else. That's right. And the possibility that Capullo and Snyder could be doing something different. Uh, how about uh, some other like rumors in the water as far as comics go? Um, you showed me a promotional image just moments ago. Uh, that was tweeted by Kristen Ritter. Ah. And uh, the Jessica Jones Twitter account. The Jessica Jones Twitter account. Not yep. Kristen Ritter herself, mm-hmm. but the Jessica Jones Twitter account. And it was, uh, uh, what was it, a file? It was like, a picture of a file mm-hmm. that said cage-november. Yeah. So according to the internet, Luke Cage is getting his own show. 
not according to the internet, you know, that's what we know. He's getting his own show, it's being recorded, it's being filmed and all that kind of stuff. So could this possibly be hinting at we're going to get Luke Cage Netflix series in November? I hope so. I'm totally in. I hope so. And I especially want that because I want, I want to be able to see Iron Fist and Luke Cage. I, I want to see what happens between those characters in the Marvel, like you mm-hmm. on, on Netflix in, in the, in the TV shows. Speaking of, I, it's going to be of, tough to see them separate. I just want to see them hanging with one. Speaking another. of Iron Fist, um, also in the news, uh, the Jessica Jones writer joined the, uh, Netflix Iron Fist. Oh yeah. Like writing team. The guy who wrote Jessica Jones, is now writing for Iron Well, Fist. it says, it seems Scott Reynolds is, this is all on comicbook.com, it seems Scott Reynolds is joining the Iron Fist writer's room. The former Dexter and Jessica Jones writer updated his Twitter profile to indicate his new gig. Yeah. Yep. That's good news. Yeah, so we're getting closer. We still don't know who Danny Rand's going to be. We no. don't know if Danny Rand's going to be Asian American, if he's going to be white, Yeah. if he's going to be me. Yeah, yeah, could be you, could be me. Yeah. Could be anything. Dragonfly Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, hey, it's gonna be a big it's gonna be a big reveal when that takes place. When they get an actor or yeah. actress. I don't know where they're going. Ooh, they I didn't get, even think about if it was a girl. When they guess somebody and they and they say like that. here you go. Here's your uh your your Dana Rand or your Dan Danielle. Could be Rand. Danny. Could be stay with Danny if they could be Danny, yeah. I it, when, when once we have that announcement, I think that's going to be a really really big day. I'm yeah. excited for that. I'm, I'm excited. Well, the internet's going to have us. an attitude either way, so I'm well, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why they, people need to depend on us for a little bit of optimism. And be right. like, hold up, wait, 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 wait before you before you compose that tweet. Put your hands away from the keyboard. Right. We want you to think about the other side. Yeah. Take a moment. Consider this. Take a deep breath. John could be fired. (laughs) Consider that. And then they're they're thinking like, I didn't consider this. I didn't consider that John John could be fired. fired. Yeah. Okay. He right. John could be fired. We do a service, I think. We do a service. We pull people back from the brink. Right. Of saying something incendiary on on the web, on the World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. And we say, (laughs) consider this. How about this idea? What if what if uh, what if uh, it was Man Thing in, in place of of Danny Rand? And hey. they're like, "That's a bad idea. I want you to step away from my computer and get out of my house." <laughs> I'm like, okay, sorry, didn't mean to bother okay. you. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> just want to toss that out. You know, meditate on it. Thank you for hearing me out. Also, please uh, uh, like and share and give us five stars. <laughs> I really appreciate it. There you go. Thank you. I'm Adam Tedder. See you. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um oh also in netflix news uh word on the street is that they're possibly um going to make a punisher series oh really yeah so i guess All rumors, no facts this is just rumors but this i could see word. that being potential i mean there are a lot of people who are very excited to see uh Punisher show up in Daredevil season two. Yeah. And, we, and I and think he's got a fan base that would carry him through a whole series. Yeah. According to what I'm reading, um, some of the executives that have seen it, they're like, his performance is so good that they're like, hey, we got to. Hey, How could they not? We got to do something with this. Yeah. Lock him in. You know, and with Marvel, because Marvel has said, you know, well, actually, Disney has said that Marvel and Star Wars movies are going to be going on forever until the end of time like they're like basically said there's thousands of characters 
This is these are the biggest franchises ever. <laughs> okay. Why would we stop? First of all, can't stop. Let's just Won't let's just stop. let's just categorize this news, all right? Like, uh-huh. oh, breaking news. Things you already knew. We're going to print money as long as we can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Thank you for the update. <laughs> wow, I never thought they'd do something as obvious as that. Yeah. Well, of course. Of course. Well, I'm excited for uh, 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 2074 mm. when they're like, here it comes the the biggest action here to ever hit the Marvel U big screen. Stilt man. He's in the mix. <laughs> He's got big, tall legs. Oh, he, he wears a suit that gives him big old tall legs. And people are just like, I hope it's as good as the comics. You know, <laughs> you know what I thought about as I was walking home the other day? I was like, how come everything is something man? Yeah. Everything is blah, 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 man. Yes. Like Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, Catwoman. Yeah. Like, yeah. can we, is, is that just what we're going to do for the end of time? We're going to have cooler names. It makes me think about like Squirrel Girl. <laughs> you it know? makes me like, think about uh, the, the ASAP mob. Where it's just like, <laughs> like, huh, is this what we're doing? ASAP like, everybody's in the ASAP Ferg. relay, ASAP Ferg, and ASAP Mob, and ASAP uh, Rocky, uh, ASAP Rocky, Yams. ASAP Yams, rest in peace, ASAP Yams. And like, like, <laughs> if somebody else came on the scene, you're just like, I too am ASAP. Somebody would be like, can you be a little bit more original with your name? Can you imagine all these heroes like joining up in Times Square? They're like, hey, we're going to duke it out. We're going to fight this alien invasion. But afterward, I got to talk to you all about like a, a more creative name, maybe mm-hmm. like Spider-Man. I like it. I, it identifies you clearly. Okay. Right? Yep. But have you thought about like, um, I don't know. Charles. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Weber. <laughs> so, Spider-Man just looks at you and goes, we got this. Nah. Thanks. But, like, it's got to be a little defeating to think, well, I guess everybody's... Well, Man-Thing switched it up. He did it the other way. Man-Thing, I... Be, he would be, it was like Thing-Man. <laughs> There's a... Uh, like, I got to switch it up on him real quick. You can't see me coming. Thing man, yeah. <laughs> I would like to pull. A, I, I'm I'm just going to go ahead and put this on the table. You tell me what to do with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, superhero of 2016, Adam Tedris becomes Man Man, and he's just like real <laughs> Man Man. Yeah, Are you like real... a bad little kid yeah, from, just, the, no, from the hood? <laughs> that's like a nickname. <laughs> That's a man nickname man? that somebody, a little bad kid had down the street when I was a little kid. Seriously. Somebody like, man, man, get in this house. Man, man, be running around with a diaper on and no shoes outside. Boy, if you don't get back in here, like, why is your baby outside in the diaper with no socks and shoes on in the first place? Something's wrong if you got to scream at man, man out in the street. I like I like this I like this twist you placed on it, which is Man Man is a bad baby. Man Man is like an out of control infant. He's out of control. Like this kid is out of control. He took down Galactus and he was a punk about it. Wait a minute, put why your are shoes we, on. Why are we giving this away for free? <laughs> man Man is a bad baby. He has no socks and shoes on, but he has amazing powers. 
Okay. Oh my gosh! You know what? I I thought it was a joke, but actually, I'm printing money myself. Yeah, it's gold. It's gold. Well, I think we need to write Man Man. Yeah, like Man Man needs to be written. Oh man, my man. goodness, Man Man is coming. Best idea we ever had. <laughs> yo, if somebody makes a Man Man comic, I'm gonna be oh, so angry. Yo, hey, uh, here you Copyright. go. Uh, 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 Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, I got a job for you. Man Man <laughs> needs the brains of Adam Tedderus and Octavius A. Newman. That's when we, we get into a meeting with Scott Snyder and Capullo, and they're like, what were you thinking about doing? And we're like, oh, oh no, 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 no. We're just the idea guys. Yeah. We got, we got big ideas. Yeah. You just, you know, bring them to life. What, what, what do you guys do? We just, like, cash those checks. Yeah. We just going to make sure, you know, the lights stay on, the fridge stay full, you know? <laughs> Yeah, we just do half baked ideas. That's what we do. There is a uh, there was a Secret Wars. I think it was Deadpool's Secret Wars. That that was the issue a couple of months ago. Deadpool's Secret Wars came out. Uh, it was very funny, and in it, uh, it had the debut of uh, She Man Thing, and it was a okay. female version of Man Thing using that horrible trope where you just write She ahead uh-huh. of it, right? Uh-huh. Like She Hulk. Right, unfortunately, has a rough name. She's identified by being just the girl version of a different dude. So would it? So would it be she man man? It was, yeah, she man man. <laughs> oh, it's my man. She man man. <laughs> Yo, I think what we need to do is write short stories about man man and just read them on the show. Okay, just write stories about a bad baby in a diaper with no shoes and socks on. <laughs> man man sounds like with the, superpowers. The city living version of Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Yes. It's like the baby version yes. of Dennis the Menace. Man, man, if you don't get back in this house. Like that, he's like, I got to say the world, mom. Uh, sorry, mom. Why can you talk if you're in diapers? <laughs> Listen, I didn't ask for this. With great powers come great responsibility. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm right. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like the Terragen mists. They just swept over me. I went into a hey. cocoon. I walked out. I was a baby. I had no shoes on. I had no socks on. So if instead of like saying Shazam. You know, he says something else. Instead of a kid turning into Shazam, you have a grown man that turns into Man Man. Yeah, he turns into a baby. <laughs> a baby with no shoes and socks on with a diaper. Yeah, there's this thing's. This has legs. It's got short legs, little stubby legs. Yes. This has legs. We can do something with this. Yeah. All right, let's get off of Man Man. All right. Um, and uh, more DC news. DC's Legend of, Legends of uh, Tomorrow, the TV show. Did you watch that? I haven't seen it yet. I, I know that it debuted. I'm excited to see it only because, I, maybe not only because, but I like Brandon Ruth. Ralph? Mm-hmm. Ruth? I want to say Brandon Ruth. This he, is uh, He played Superman and Superman Returns. Yeah. And he's playing the Atom. Yeah. I want to see him in, back in the DC universe taking on a new character, being a Atom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. You know what? I don't know a lot about the, the plot of the show, to be honest with you. I watched episode one. And I'm sitting there, and my my wife comes over, and she's just like, she gives, she's watching it with me slash not watching it, uh. and she kind of gave me this look during a commercial break, like, really? <laughs> oh, she did. She was like, she's on board yeah. with. She's it. like, what is what? You know when that, that like that look of disgust, like, come on, you're not gonna keep watching this, you know. And yeah. I was honestly just like, I'm, I'm really struggling. Uh, well, I'm struggling. What's your threshold? I mean, you watch another episode and you say you got, you have to impress me in this one, man. 
man. Uh, man, man. <laughs> see, it's <laughs> hard. It's hard because like I feel like there are some geeks who go, "Well, I gotta push through." I don't push through well. You time, know, time is not something I don't you push get through back. well. Like, yeah, it's like if this is if I'm not enjoying myself. I'm not gonna watch it just to say that I watched it to prove my geekdom. You do, know you what feel, I mean? do you feel like it? It helps serve the DC universe. There are a lot of DC TV shows, right? Uh, b- between Gotham and Flash and Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, am I missing any? Supergirl. Yeah. Um, d- does Does it feel like this expands the DC universe in 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 a productive way? It feels corny, is what it feels like. It feels corny. Like <clears throat> I'm gonna go back to Star Wars again. Okay. You have to earn it uh-huh. from me. Uh-huh. When you've got The Wire, <laughs> okay? oh, when you've got Sons of Anarchy, yeah. when you've got Breaking Bad, yeah. and then, you know what I mean? Like, when you've got shows like The Leftovers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, these are the shows that you've got um, to Making a Murderer. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then you give me DC Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, sometimes I want... Yeah, you know? Sometimes like, I, I want know. corny. Sometimes I want... I, sometimes I want... Sure. I don't need to think about this very hard. You know, one of the things that I love about Supergirl is it's... I think it's a good ratio of like, this is cheesy. This is this is pretty cheesy. Yeah. Uh, but also, this makes some some good statements. Some, some, there are good messages in here. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I can balance like how... Like goofy and kind of dumb it is with how it's got a good strong voice and it's confident. Yeah. And I love that. I just kind of feel like <clears throat> it's like <laughs> this is this might be a, a I don't know, maybe some people can get with it, some people can't. Sure. In certain communities what happens is the art from a certain community sucks. It sucks. So anything that's halfway good people go <gasps> You know, oh, oh, we got something. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like for, for geekdom, I, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, either this is good or it's not. Yeah. I don't care. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not making exceptions. I'm not, I'm not making exceptions. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't just because, like, yo, I'm from Philly, so you got to support me. No. You need to be good. Meek Period. Mill. Meek Mill. It's Meek, like- Mill. <laughs> Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Listen, I can't deal with this <laughs> I can't deal with this guy. I know. You know? Yeah, I know. He just needs a better manager or something. Because <laughs> he's know. got so much talent, but I just wish he had somebody to tell him to sit down somewhere yep. and just hush. Yes. Like, we would have been past this already. We yeah. would have been past this. If you just made great music and shut up, we would have been past this. Just, yeah. Just you, do your work. Just do what you do, which is great. Yeah. Take your L. Go home, yeah. lick your wounds, make a great mixtape, work on the next album, have it out while you get locked up, if you get locked up. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to be focused on. Mm-hmm. You need to be focused on working, putting out great content, forget this Meek Mill stuff, I mean, forget this Drake stuff. Why are you going at 50? Why am I going on this tangent? Anyway. The point is, though, like, what you're getting at is, you know, there's, the reason that anybody would have, I think, Let's strip this away from objectively. The reason anybody would have love for Meek Mill in Philadelphia is because Meek Mill is of Philadelphia. Yeah. He belongs to us, and, and like Philly belongs to him, right? Like there's this like loyalty, there's <laughs> regional loyalty. And so it seems like even if he produces something that is subpar, like especially subpar, 
we're like, yeah, but we got to stand behind him. Mm-hmm. So even if you're a big fan, even if you're a big comics fan, a big DC fan in particular, uh, maybe even if it's that particular franchise, you're like, Legends of Tomorrow, that's my jam. That's it. That's my thing. And it's on TV. Then maybe you're quick to, it goes one way or the other. You're either especially critical of it or it's uh, easy, easy to defend it because you're like, yeah, but it's the, it, you don't understand it. You don't yeah. understand it. Because, I mean, the thing is, like, I really believe that DC's doing something special with their TV stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they're giving another access point for a lot of people. But I think for me and my taste and the stuff that I like to watch, you know, The Flash is what really has grabbed me. Oh, uh, it said, wins. I love oh, I'm, I'm into this. You know what I'm saying? But... You know, Legends of Tomorrow and Gotham and, uh, you know. I know. There's, 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 there are other things out there. Like, you know, for example, like, this is not a DC show, but stuff like Luther. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Idris, like these, there are these great shows out there, and that's what I'm measuring this up to. I'm not going for a comic book movie. No, you're just doing this it is good. by television. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I understand that. I think that's appropriate because I, it 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 allows a higher expectation of something that you would otherwise say like, well, I guess it's as good as a comic book thing can be. It can be better. Yeah. Okay. That's noted. Speaking of TV, uh, The Walking Dead, new teaser for The Walking Dead is out. You're excited. Yeah. I'm real pumped. <laughs> yeah. I can't contain it. This is me excited. I hate this show. Why? I just am what, so- kind of, what kind of geek are you? <laughs> oh no! What no, kind of you, geek? How you, how dare you, you sir? Throwing the gauntlet down <laughs> just like that. I uh, look. If we're talking about time and and not being able to get your time back and like not making excuses for shows that you don't like and things that you're just not working with. Walking Dead is nowhere on my list. I just don't ever want to see this show. I'm not into it. There's, it's it's not the right tone. It's Nothing about it works for me. Part of this too is I, I had I had a scenario where I've, I've always I've, I have been a very big fan of the comics, of the Walking Dead comics, for a very long time. It's been years. It's been coming out for years. I think like two thousand six, two thousand seven. It's been a long time. I got into Maybe the comics even, because of the show. I could be dead wrong. It might even be earlier than that. It could be 04. We're on 150. It's been a long time that yeah. this, this book's been coming out. A lot of respect to Robert Kirkman for that. Um, there was a point in time, I think, around issue 100. That's a lot of issues. Yeah. I read them all. Around issue 100, which was very traumatic... Yeah. And around after that point in time where I kept thinking, like, where are we going from here? And I had this I just little... want to say something about issue 100. Go ahead. No spoilers. No. However, comma. Yo. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I had to, I had to take some... I read it here. I actually... I read it here in this building downstairs. I was sitting on the couch. Yeah. I'm like, I need, I need a bubble. I just need to, like, disappear for a little bit because that was, that was difficult to handle. Okay? Probably, and, like, there are two experiences in comics... <clears throat> that actually gave me a physical reaction that made me go, whoa, mm-hmm. I need to back off of this. The Walking Dead, Dead, issue 100, and there's an issue of Batman and Robin 
um, that dealt with the whole Batman and Damien story. Yeah. That comic, there's been, I've never cried reading a comic book except for that issue. Yeah. That issue made me cry. I have to look up what issue that is, but there's an issue that made me cry. And This was uh, uh, Grant Morrison? No, 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 no. I think it's Pete J. Tomasi. Pete J. Tomasi. Batman and Robin. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that, and that issue 100, I didn't cry, but I was just like, I don't know if I can read this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah. and not in a bad way. This isn't bad, but if anything, it's really good because mm-hmm. you've done that good of a job getting me invested in something I'm reading. Yeah. I've read a hundred issues of this thing. Right. So again, no spoilers. I'm giving you no, com- exp- you know, commentary on what happened, but you know, anyway, if, you were saying. if you've been along for the ride for Walking Dead and you haven't reached 100 yet, brace yourself. If you know what we're talking about, solidarity, it's a rough one. But, you know, I had I, I think I had this realization shortly after that issue, which was if I if I read an issue of Walking Dead, I look at all the characters and I'm, I, I read all of their the dialogue, the speech bubbles to me. It seems like everyone kind of uses the same tone, the same voice. I could switch this person's bubbles with this person's bubbles. Yeah. And I wouldn't really find very much different with few exceptions. And one of the exceptions I would say is like a character like Negan. And Negan is going to become very relevant for the TV fans um, and is very relevant to the conversation that Octavius and I are trying not to have about issue 100. Um and Negan is different because Negan is written as this like really vile, foul mouth. I mean, like true, like Negan's dialogue makes me blush, right? And I'm like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to read this. Uh, and with with exception to Negan, qualifying Negan, I feel like very few other characters give me a feeling like, oh yeah, that's Rick's voice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's Andrea's voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Glenn's voice. You could just kind of swap them around. And maybe that's just me getting a little bit bored and deciding, like, I've disconnected a little bit. But you brought that feeling into the show? I brought that feeling into the... Or uh, do you see that replicated in the show? I, I see that, that, that kind of just, like, it is just a steady hum of misery, and there's nothing else. It's just a steady hum. This is just this consistent, everything sucks, people are going to die, you're not going to grow to like anybody in particular, they'll go away soon. Everybody's just the acting is not doing it for me. I don't want to see Carl ever. Get him out. Get him out of here. Well, Carl, yeah. Well, so there's just a lot going on, and then I think to myself, what you said. I'm like, I think about the wire. I think about right. Okay. I think about other television shows. I'm, right now, I'm watching Fargo, oh, the TV show, so good. And I'm thinking, like, how did it take me so long to come around to this? Yeah. Um. And it's that's what I'm trying to make time for is that like exceptional experience. Mm-hmm. I just don't have room for some other ones. Even I if I'm feel, a comic book fan, I'm like, sorry, Walking Dead. I just don't have room for you. I feel like that about Fear the Walking Dead. Walking Dead, I'm I'm in for, but yeah. Fear the Walking Dead, um, yeah, not so much. Sure, but all right, that's that's enough for the news. I would say so. Let's talk about the pull list. Yeah. Uh, I got my brown bag here. Yeah, you got your bag. That's a, there are a lot of books in that bag. Okay, you know, I picked a couple up. It was a big week. And I'm going to say that I had a lot of books in my stack as I'm walking around the store. I was, I was exercising my I arms. Put, I had to put a lot back. I put books back. Uh, because what, what I've been, what I, what I try to do is I, I pick up the books. I look at the books that I, I want. 
And then I think like, okay, what is, what is mandatory for me right now? And what is something that I can share? What would man, man do? Well, man, man do probably not be able to be in the store. <laughs> like, Hey, no shirt, no shoes. Get out of here, man, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. He's like, Hey, where's your, where's your guardian? Where's your parent or guardian? Listen, your, man, your little baby. This. I got this. Uh, I got to put books back. Man, man, get in this house. <laughs> get out of that comic book store. Get out of there. Get back in this car. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's, I, I'm on a tight budget, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to pick up books that blow my mind. Again, exceptional media. That's, you know what, man? I think that seems to be like a theme when it cut. Like, it's like the more you have at your disposal, then you start to have the issue of like, well, I got to start trimming this down into yeah. like what, what gives me the most joy? What's the most, you know, return on my investment of my time? Sometimes when I don't pick up a book that I have been picking up, it feels like a little, a tiny breakup. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I really, 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 really like Miss Marvel. But like, no, nah, I'm sorry. Not this week. Not this week. I'll come yeah, back. Do I, do I like it enough to buy it? Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. So that's why my pull list this week, uh, it was, was finally curated uh, 100% image books. Oh. 100% image books, which I thought was kind of interesting. Unintentional, but that's what happened. I put Marvel books down uh-huh. to make space for image books. So I got top of my stack, Saga, number 33. Saga is exceptional. Saga is the best. Saga is something that I read. I got the hardcover bound, you know, yep. like the the big blue one trade. Yeah. And I read the whole thing and I Woo. texted you, what have I been doing? Woo. Why have like all in like one shot over a period of a couple of days? Yeah. Cause I, you know what? My mother-in-law bought it for me for like secret Santa yeah. Like last year. Oh, really? And it just sat there. Yeah. I didn't read it. Yeah. You know, until like this November, December. And I was like, what? Saga is, Saga so is a book that has brought tears to my eyes. Like there, there are some pieces of dialogue in that and things that take place between certain characters that I'm just like, oh man, that, I feel that. It's one of those things that takes a couple issues. It took me a couple issues to kind of go. Why do I care? What is this? But they were setting up the world. Yeah. And then once they set it up, they're just like, strap in, Rob. We're going. Yeah. Yeah, and it goes crazy from there. So I'm I'm excited for Saga 33. Um, I also picked up a brand new one. This is a number one. It's called Cry Havoc. Uh, Cry Havoc is uh, written by Simon Spurrier, and it's drawn by Ryan Kelly. Apparently, it's about... um, Women who turn into werewolves. I, I really don't know. I, I followed Simon Spurrier to this one. Simon Spurrier did a book prior to this called Six Gun Gorilla. Heard about that. Love. I saw the artwork on that. Too. Love Six Gun Gorilla. As a gorilla with with a gun, a whole lot of arms, and he talks, and he has six guns. It, man, that 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 book was so whacked out out there. Real breath of fresh air because it was so creative. I I enjoyed the hell out of that book. Um, so I followed Spurrier to that. I'm also picking up Ringside. This is uh, issue three. It's kind of like a crime noir book about a, a former pro wrestler. I heard about this. This is something I've been considering getting, but I just haven't gotten into it yet. I'm really into the artwork. It's it's like this slow burn right now. You're getting to know the characters, and the you, clearly the, the the lead guy is getting into some nasty stuff, and it's been fun to see him like fall apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a pro wrestling fan. Uh, so I'm, it, it's nice to see somebody tackle pro wrestling in a way that's not 100% hokey. 
It's just kind of like, oh, this is a thing, this present. Yeah. He, he's a pro wrestler. <clears throat> These are the people that he knows. This is the life that he used to live. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Black Magic, number four, Greg Rucka, uh, Nicholas Scott, or uh, Nicola Scott. No, I'm not sure how to say her, her first name. Uh, Black Magic. Aki, you reading Black Magic? I am not reading Black Magic. Black Magic is fantastic. Black Magic is uh, about a cop who is also a witch, uh, but like a Wiccan witch. Okay. She, she practices with other women. She does incantations. This, this is her faith. And she's a cop. And there's some like occult kind of crime stuff happening. And she's especially privy to what's going on. Right. She can't tell the rest of her, uh, her like police unit that she's aware she doesn't want people to know, like, the kind of person that she is or who she is and what she believes. Yeah. So that's very cool. I'm liking that a lot. And uh, Southern Bastards is back. Finally. So number 13, uh, Jason Aaron and Jason Latour. If you're not reading Southern Bastards, then you are missing exceptional comics. So don't tell me about that because Ooh. I basically spent today catching up on Southern Bastards. Yeah. Because... I have a bunch of them that I hadn't read. Yeah. Um, and when I, went, when I went to pick my comics up, I was like, oh, Southern Bastards. So let me grab this. Um, and, you know, the same way you were like, hey, I read, what was it, Nowhere Men? Yeah, Nowhere Men. And I was like, I don't know what happened. So I was going to go, I don't really remember what's going on. So I went back to read a bunch of them. Yeah. Man, is Southern Bastards good. Yeah. That's like, a heavy hitter. But it jumps around a lot. Like, it does. In, in time. Yeah. It's like a movie. It is. It is yeah. the, the that first four issue arc, the the way that first four issue and en- arc ended, left me speechless, mm. and I didn't know where we go from here. Exactly because without spoiling anything, you're kind of like, oh, this is where we're going, and we're going with these people, and then you kind of go, nope, you're not, and not with these people. So yeah. it's really a scenario where. You're like, man, I don't know where we're going to go from here. One of the things that I love the most about this book is actually the letters section in the back. So if you're picking up the trades, you're not seeing this. If you're picking up the floppies, you see the letter section in the back. It's worth reading. Uh, because Jason Aaron, is, he's, he's from the South, and he's writing this book from his, his world. And it's conflicted. He's got a lot of love and pride for where he comes from, and also a lot of guilt and, like, disgust yeah and it's really interesting to see him speak from a place very personal place uh, about how his his world his his nostalgia his his growing up uh inspires and influences this comic this is a good comic and it's a comic about football like what but it's about so much more than football but yeah man that's it's good stuff yeah friday night lights is about football but it's not Uh uh-huh you know booby I laugh every time. I really do. <laughs> so on my pull list. Yeah, what do you got? I see uh, Southern Bastards. Southern on top. Bastards number 13. We just talked about that. Yes. Um, I got Daredevil number three. Talk to me about Daredevil right now. Um, Daredevil, honestly, I've read number one and I did a lot of picking up things that said, okay, I'm going to get back on this. Um, yeah. Because what I really did is I picked it up to determine, am I going to keep getting this? Okay. You know? So. There's some things that I would get sporadically. So I'm really trying to narrow these things down. Yeah. So I can't narrow it down if I'm not up to date. How many issues does it take for you to, to be sold? One and done? I read Captain Marvel number one. Yeah. Remember I texted you? This is on my pull list. That's right. That's right. This is in. Yeah. You know? So 
it's really like a feeling thing. I don't really have like a number or something like that. As long as I'm having fun. Yeah. You know? Um, now, I may put something down. I may walk in the comic book store and, how do you feel about so-and-so and so? And they'll go, oh, yo, you gotta. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me go back and let me catch up. Yeah. But if, if it's not pulling me along, mm-hmm. like Batman, I gotta be honest, this super heavy storyline, I was kind of like, okay. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Where's Batman? Right. Where's right. Bruce? Yeah. What are we doing? But this last, you know, I stuck with it because Batman's my guy. I'm just and now it's paying off. You know? But um, I really enjoyed the last creative team that was on Daredevil. So now I'm kind of just trying to see where this is at. So that's that. Okay. Um, I picked up something from the suggestion of the guys at Brave New Worlds. Yeah. The Goddamned. Jason Aaron. And basically, they, they sold it. They didn't sell it to me, but what sold it for me is they said, yeah, this is the adaptation of the Old Testament. Yeah. I said, what? Yeah. And it was a guy with a like a tomahawk type thing with blood dripping from it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I have to, like, I have to see what this You have is. to explore that iteration. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, it, it, you know, I think that the Bible has so much story in it mm-hmm. and it would it's just interesting to see okay let's see how you flesh this story out yeah like i saw this trailer for this movie um, all right so let me just let me tell you the truth when i was talking about communities who big up things just because they have something mm-hmm. i was talking about christians okay that's, that's what i was talking about okay i was picking up on meek mill I was talking about Christians. <laughs> uh, see, you were going one way. This makes sense. And I was like, oh, he must be talking about Meek Mill. Yeah, because a lot of times what happens is, like, you know, people who say, hey, I, I love Jesus. You know, I believe in Jesus. And, you know, here's my art. A lot of times it is whack. Like, yeah. it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. And they're like, it's for the Lord. And I'm like, but you suck, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is, I, I, you're not going to run up in somebody's face and tell them they suck. Yeah, sure, but, sure, But, sure. you know, it's like the person who's singing but can't sing. And they're like, oh, bless God. That's all right, baby. No, it's not all right. Yeah. And you don't sound good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, you know, I'm dancing for the Lord or I'm rapping for the Lord. It's like, but you're not good, though. Like, and I don't think that because you're doing it for the Lord, quote, gives you some sort of pass to be whack. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you're doing it, you know, it should be good. Yeah. And just, you know, and a lot of time your belief system fleshes itself out in what you do. Mm -hmm. So everything that you do, quote, for the Lord doesn't have to necessarily have Jesus in it. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but when it came to this story i wanted to say okay um let's see how this goes because i've seen a movie that i heard a lot lot of christians were like raving about like i think it was like war room Mm -hmm. freaking terrible oh okay but i think it was a movie that a lot of people were bigging up just because of the content and what it was about yeah but i thought the movie was trash personally Yeah. yeah um but i saw this trailer for this movie of this skeptical um, this skeptical like person. He was skeptical. He's skeptical of Jesus, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is about Jesus being hung up on the cross, and then and then coming back, and the stones rolling away, and he's not there. So it's a mystery of like, where's this body at? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Where is it at? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm yeah. in for this story. Like, how are you going to flesh this out? Because you got to think about, I'm a skeptic of Jesus. Prove it to me. Yada, 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 whatever. Kill him. 
We, we put him up on the cross. We take him down. We put him in the tomb. The tombs roll away. Where'd he go to the disciples? Where'd you put him? We didn't put him anywhere. Yeah. All right, that's it. Send everybody out. Let's go find this body. Can't find the body. Uh-huh. In the process of this guy who's a skeptic and kind of like transferring over into a believer. What is this called? Uh, I don't know. I have, to, I have to look it up. Okay. But I saw it. I saw the trailer when I was going to see the big short. Yeah. So, but I like that because it's like, I'm not, I'm not going, well, it's for the Lord, so it's good. It's like, no, this looks interesting. It puts it under a new lens. Yeah. And it seems like that's what the goddamn, the goddamned would do. Like you, okay. That's look, what made me th- buy it. This is basically going to be a retelling or like a different uh, iteration uh, of, of Old Testament. It puts it, it, it seems like it's putting it under a different lens. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that looks like some Mad Max shit. Exactly. And it's telling a story. From the perspective of, you know, whatever. So I picked that up. Yeah, you um, gotta you gotta keep me up to date on that. I want to know how you feel. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. This yeah, is number three. This is another one where I'm kind of like, all right, let me catch up to determine if I'm going to read this continually mm-hmm. or not. Um, because of how much I enjoyed Secret Wars, mm-hmm. I said I want more Avengers. Yes, I yes. want to jump in to a story that kind of picks up after this all went down that's right so i got the the all new all different avengers which is a hilarious name yes all new all different like are we gonna keep doing this yeah all new all different this time we promise yeah. avengers not changing it again but we might avengers. i like i like to see that some writers are actually plugging that in there as a gag i think i was reading sam wilson captain america and it was uh it was like the the serpent society was just like we're we're not the old serpent society no 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 we're all new we're all different yeah and it's like okay like clearly we we got to use this as fodder because this is ridiculous yeah like uh, Avengers I've I've read Avengers I'm I'm interested to see what you think of that because I've been keeping up with that because Avengers number four came out and I was like well let me run it back to the beginning and see how it was I read I read that today yeah and it was you know I'm like okay I'm in I, I like I, it. I like the Miss um, Marvel and Nova that interaction, like, kind of clumsy. Like I like her, but I keep saying the wrong thing. Yeah, and, and like, like you that. hear their the insides of their brain because like we've all been there where it's like you say the thing and you're like, oh, why did I say that? And yeah. you only have your perspective. It was cool to get both perspectives and see how they're both feeling awkward and weird, but they're both saying one thing and then getting the reaction so it's it was it was cute that the avengers number one i love that mark wade is writing this because i like i like mark wade a lot on these books and for him to do a team book is cool because i I loved his run on daredevil i think it's like impeccable excellent excellent work Mm -hmm. uh and it's cool to see him tackle a whole group of heroes i like what he did with captain america sam wilson yeah, in this first issue. Yeah, and uh, one of one of the more interesting uh, aspects of this issue is Nova, Miss Marvel, who are new superheroes. Yeah, they're young, they're young guns, and they're like they don't know how stuff works. This is their like first or maybe second cataclysmic event, yeah. right? And uh, they're trying to figure things out. And that moment in the end of that first issue, spoilers. For Avengers, number one, by the way, spoilers right now. The moment at the end where Nova unmasks himself. Yeah. And Miss Marvel's like, Kamala Khan is thinking, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Put your mask back on. So we don't do that. So he goes, he goes, he introduces himself um, and he says his name. Yeah. You know? Um, 
And she has all these thoughts in her mind. She's like, why did he take his mask off? He's trying to be nice to me, but should I take my mask off? I love I'm not going to take my mask off, da, da 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 And then she says, I didn't ask. Yeah. And you just hear, you just go, oof. Yeah. Like, and he, he, like she, he, she just popped his balloon. Like, but, but you can also, you can, you feel the oof on both sides. You yeah. feel her say it and go, oh, why did I say that? I didn't mean it to come out like that. And you feel him go like, damn, he almost, I could, you know, like feel him almost be like, well, that was painful. He yeah. puts his helmet on. That's not really my name, even though that's really his name. Yeah. It's not really my name. Can't believe you bought that. And he flies off. Yeah. It's like, that's exactly how it goes. I loved that little conflict. I love that little conflict because I love the two of them trying to like figure out how, how are you supposed to act? Yeah. You just like, do you trust these people It'd be because you're on the same squad? You don't even know these people. Yeah. You know, you just unmask yourself and say like, here's who I am. You know, like, how are you supposed to behave? What do you do? Yeah. Think about that when you have regular, you know, situations when you're trying to build a relationship with somebody and you go, hey, I'm going to be transparent and honest. And like, you think you're doing the right thing. And that person goes, well, just because you're going to be transparent and honest, don't mean I'm, I'm not going, giving it back. You know? Love that tension. That's, that's the kind of thing that I, I think uh, is really refreshing in, in Avengers. So it's not all like wham, bam, pow. It's yeah. Like there, there's a little more interpersonal something going on. And I got Old Man Logan number one. Old Man Logan number one. Yep. Did you get that? Did you check that out? You know, I didn't pick it up, but I read it. Okay. Uh, that was one that actually made the list of somebody that I was over at the shop with because I, I go over with a group of people every Wednesday, uh, sometimes you. Um, and uh, somebody else picked it up, and, and she lent it to me. And uh, I, I read Old Man Logan number one. I think you and I had agreed that this is going to be a book that we're going to read together. This is yeah. our shared book. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I thought... That this was a good comic book to kind of go from Secret Wars to now we're here. New stuff. You know, in, in the way they open it up, again, spoilers, guys, if you haven't read this, turn this off, go read it, go buy it digitally, go buy it in person, because we're going to talk about it a little bit. That's right. Um, yeah, so the book opens up with Logan kind of having this you know, snap into reality of like, where am I? What am I doing? What's going on? What's happening? He like wakes up. Like t- kind of like Terminator just yeah. like shows up naked. Like, mm-hmm. where am I? Mm-hmm. And if you just finished reading Secret Wars, you're kind of like, ah, okay. I see. I know why that just happened because, you know, um, the Fantastic world ended. Fantastic yeah. Four making new worlds. They make a new world. So we got Logan and he's kind of like shaking the cobwebs out. What's going on? What's happening? You know, where am I? And, you know, just kind of dealing with the reality of being somewhere new. Yeah. And, um, you know, his his thoughts finally kind of snap back to him. And he starts remembering, okay, I'm this guy. And this is what's happened to me. So, Old Man Logan, if you don't know, basically, um, it's like an alternate time period where Wolverine has... Um, like these villains rise up and these villains pretty much kill all the superheroes. Yeah. And Logan has decided that he's going to kind of live this life of, you know, peace. He's going to try to be a regular guy. He's going to get married. He's going to, I don't know if you get married, have a kid and everything's yeah. going to be all good. And he's he's gonna got chill. a kid. He's got a boy named Scotty. 
Right. And and I think he's got a little girl in the comic as well, but in this one it seems like it's just him and Scotty. Yeah, and he's and he decides I'm not gonna have it do any violence, I'm not gonna pop my claws at all anymore. So yeah. if you know anything about Wolverine, Wolverine not popping his claws is like what? Yeah. Cookie yeah, Monster yeah. don't like cookies no more? Yeah, yeah. You know what the I'm saying? That, <laughs> like, the thing that Wolverine does best, he he ain't doing. Yeah. Um, so he actually has this ultimate Big fight. Again, I'm telling you, spoilers for Old Man Logan. If you haven't read it, turn this off. Um, there's this big fight with Bruce Banner, you know, who's the Hulk. And, you know, that's the whole deal. Yeah. Right? That's kind of like what brings us up to date to what's going on. Yeah. With this. I think that's an effective retelling. And, you know, what I think is interesting about this is the, the writer is Jeff Lemire. And Jeff Lemire is not the person who wrote the original uh, Old Man Logan, the original, the, the first book that kicked off this, this idea, this world, was Mark Millar. But the artist is back. Um, you, do you flip to the cover and tell me the name of the artist who, who's uh, on this book? Uh, Sor- Sorrentino? Sorrentino. Yeah. So he did uh, uh, the, the first one. So it's, this feels very familiar. It feels like going back to Old Man Logan. It feels like a sequel. Wait, is this the same illustrated from like the original Old Man Logan, or is this from... The original. Now, this isn't the illustrated from the original. Old Man no, Logan. but from uh, the Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the uh, uh, Bendis was writing Old Man Logan for the Secret Wars run. Okay, that like during Secret Wars, but it was Sorrentino who's doing the artwork, and it's really striking visuals, right? Like yes. you just pass that spread where it's lo- that is so Batman, by the way. Yeah, this that's is like, like the, the most Dark Batman thing ever. Uh, there's there's a, a, a splash page if if you're reading the comic, you've already seen this. Uh, of Wolverine silhouette and it's like full snicked and his claws are out and there's lightning uh, crashing through the background. And it, it, that reminds me so much of dark Knight returns. And I wonder if it's gotta be intentional. That's just like way I would too think iconic. So. Um, I mean, when you think about it now that I'm saying this out loud, how could it possibly be more in common? Like it's an old hero who's coming back to do Yeah, do I didn't war. put that together until just now. It's the same. It's the same. And so we have these like vibes where it's like you got Logan coming back and if you read uh, the original Old Man Logan, you know, you you see that he's putting together some of his memories, things that happened and he's also wondering like, "Wait, wait, wait. This isn't right." He's like, like "Why?" So one of the questions that he asks is, "Okay, I'm back." Why am I back? Why am I back? How am I back? Also, like, what's my purpose? For, why why did they the, bring me? Yeah, and he's under the impression that he keeps referring to time travel. You're like, did I go back in time? Like, what happened here? Because in my world, it's all wasteland, and all the villains right. rose up, right, and destroyed everybody. And the the, the trick of this, the, the pool in this comic is that Logan remembers what his world was like. Yes. And now he's thinking, who are the people responsible for making the world that way? I'm going to take them out. Which, when you... What they do is they, they set the scene for the motivation. So you yeah. remember this scene where there's the particular... Who's the character who he runs into? He's like, look, I don't want no problems. But the guy kept like pressing him. What, the butcher? Yeah. So he runs into the, the you know, we have a flashback scene, Logan and his and son. And it, it, by the way, flashback, quote unquote, because if he did go back in, in time, it's like a flash forward. Flash forward. And, or if it's like, if this is his memories from a totally different universe, it's like a flash sideways. That's some lost stuff. Hey. I mean, so it's like know. actually a little confusing. Like, what and is I it that he, he recalls? And, oh, this is, this is, this is, uh, so 
when I read this, I was like, this is going to be so fun to keep reading. Yeah. So, you know, they set the scene, they show him interacting. Look, we're going to go get this fan belt for the tractor. They don't grow on trees. We're going to go get one. So in his, in his like environment, you have to trade for things. So go out there, going to go get this stuff. Like we need this fan belt. So the woman's like, yeah, I might have it for the right, play, right price. I like that hat on his son's head. Well, Logan, hat's not for sale. Yeah. Can't and that's, that, was, that was a trope from Old Man Logan, the original book, which was Logan was very protective of his kids' enjoyment. Yeah. He wants to give them toys. He wants to like, make sure they're doing okay. They, they live in a shit world. He wants to keep, keep them comfortable. Right. So like, I'm not giving you my boy's hat. That's, right. like, that's all he's got. So I'm thinking, as a person who doesn't have any kids and wants to have kids, I'm like... You can't have my son's hat. First yeah. of all, how dare you, you know? So then the butcher comes. Yeah. Talking trash. Ah, oh, Wolverine, you used to be this and that. You used to do this, that, and the other thing. Logan's like, don't want no trouble. Just came here for my stuff. It's like, come on, Wolverine, why don't you blah, blah, blah. Then he starts talking to his son instead of talking to him. And he goes, do you know your dad used to be so-and-so? Now I'm reading the comic and I'm going, all right. You've crossed the line. Yeah. You do not talk to my child. Now, it's, it's me and you, you know? So, he goes as far trying to get him to pop his claws yeah. as he actually slaps. He takes the son's hat, puts the hat on his head. He slaps the kid. Yeah. Now, if you understand who Berserker Wolverine is, you're like, he's going to kill this That's guy. That's it. It's over. It, yeah. He goes, come on, son. Let's okay. get out of here. Yeah. So he's, remember, he's flashing back, forward, sideways to this. So then we go back to Wolverine in the current time, and he goes, I got it. I know why they brought me back. Yeah. I'm supposed to stop this villain uprising from happening, and you see him start to write something on his wrist. Yeah. You don't see exactly what it is, and he starts searching and going for all these people and asking questions. Ultimately, he finds the butcher in this current time period. Yeah. And he goes, I'm going to take out the guys who start this uprising. Yeah. And it's like, this is going to be interesting because there's a level of like, is he doing the right thing? Exact. Oh, man, I'm so glad you got to that. Because Minority Report. I'm like, like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here reading this. If, I'm, I'm looking at the panel where he, he takes out the butcher. He takes his arm right off. Yeah. The arm, presumably the, the arm that he used to slap his kid. Yeah. Right? He's just like, snicked, it's gone, his arm's off. And then you've got the, uh, the butcher who's a villain, but he's like, he, I mean, he's small time guy. He's small time, right? Small potatoes. And he straight up, he says, uh, whoa, I didn't do anything. I never even met you before. I don't, I don't know, know who you, you are. I didn't do anything. And then he, you know, I think, I think Lemire needed to make sure that you had a little bit of pity or confusion about this, but not too much because right. then Butcher says like, if this is about that bank robbery, I didn't mean to hurt anybody. I just needed them to stay down. So yeah. you're like, okay, I guess he did like, he, he did some nasty yeah. stuff. So he deserves this. But I'm in this frame of mind where I'm thinking, is Logan taking, like, he's taking action against people who didn't do anything. Yeah. And if he's going to go after Banner, what world is this? Right. And so, is Banner like, a right. Good, he, he should be a good guy. So we, so what we see now is after he takes out the butcher, we see his wrist. We see where he wrote in Sharpie, Banner, you know, 
Mysterio and the Red Skull. Right. Butcher, he crosses Banner, Mysterio, butcher off. Red Skull, and he's scratched off the Butcher. So what leads us to believe is that old man Logan's going to go hunt down all of the guys who did wrong yeah. and created... Theoretically. Yeah. But then if you turn the page, you see, you know, you want to know what happens next? Old yeah. Man Logan number two. Now, if you've been reading the Totally Awesome Hulk... You know there's you, not Banner. You know the Hulk is not Banner. Yeah. But you see the Totally Awesome Hulk kind of towering over Old Man Logan. So it's, it's really interesting. I feel like we're going to have a lot to talk about as far as, like, what, again, what's the story trying to tell us, you know, about... You know, yeah, what is he trying to say? Like, I'm, I'm really interested in this, namely because I, I wonder if Lemire is going to give us just like a, a straight-up revenge story where it's just like, okay, old man Logan is crossing names off the list, and that's the whole book. The whole drive of the book is he's crossing names off. I, I have a sense that, that that idea is like a little bit of misdirection. Yeah, that I think we're, that, we're I seeing think, a little bit of it, and somebody's going to stop him in his tracks and be like, "Hold up, hey, hold hey, up, you got it all wrong. This is not how this works." And I think there's going to be a lesson to be learned in that, you know, because I think his motivation goes, "Ah, I know why I'm here. I know what I'm doing. I'm here to stop all the people." Da da da. But I think there's going to be, like you said, a point where someone goes, "Yo, Logan, hey, hold on a second. Slow down. Yeah. You're bringing your baggage into our world. It's not that way. You know? And, you're, yeah. and you, because you're bringing baggage into this situation, you're creating havoc where they're, you know... There where used to be. Where they're, you, you're bringing your stuff here, and you're making a mess instead of trying to figure out what is going on. That, that does two really interesting things. One is it gives us an idea of what's happening now after Secret Wars. Because it's saying, like, the people who are coming from whatever universe they're coming from potentially are come they're coming carrying baggage right mm -hmm. maybe they got some memories they got some beef they got some record they got some history of what was happening at the time when they they like uh got knocked out and woke up and yeah. that's interesting because there are a lot of characters who are in the middle of some real nasty stuff before secret wars happened so i wonder what people will bring with them i'm interested in those like those artifacts yeah. and seeing what's tied to those characters the second thing is uh with a little bit of knowledge of, of an event that's coming soon, a Marvel event coming soon, Civil War II. And knowing that Civil War II is going to be started, or at least uh, this has been teased by M Marvel uh, executives and actual Alonzo and the editor-in-chief, Civil War II is going to be started because there are two sides that can't agree on one thing, which is the appearance of a hero who can see the future and sees people who do things bad do bad stuff and she believes uh uh there's uh, one side uh carol danvers captain marvel who thinks we should take these people out before they do this bad stuff and then there's another side headed by tony stark who says no justice does not work that way you, you can't just try people for things that never happened right and i'm starting to get a sense that we're, we're getting some seeds planted here that there's a situation, similar situation, where we're seeing Logan who wants to exact justice against people that wronged him, but he's going to find out. It's like, it's just, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So I think that that topic is going to come back. We're going to explore that a little bit now, and it's going to come back in a really big way. Yeah. Like with two sides going up against each other in Civil War II. And that's interesting. It's like, that's not, that's, that's, that's going to happen twice. Yes. You get a lot of voices in that conversation, and nobody's going to see it the same way. 
So it's going to be good. I am very excited. Me too. Because, you know, I mean, I said, like, oh, Old Man Logan. Let's pick that. Let's talk about that. Yeah. But then after I actually read it, I was like, ooh. Yeah. This, yeah. this is going to be good. Yeah. And it looks like it's just not going to be as straightforward as, as uh, I, I would expect. Jeff Lemire is great. He, he writes really, really interesting, nuanced stuff. Um, I'm reading his book right now, Plutona, uh, which is spectacular. These kids, just a bunch of kids find a superhero dead in the woods. And all these kids are like, what do we do with this? Do we tell people? No, we shouldn't tell people. If we tell people, then all the villains are going to rise up. They'll be like, oh, Plutona's dead. Hmm. We're just going to move in. What do we do? And it's this really interesting look into these lives of these kids. Um, I'm I'm all about it. He wrote uh, Trillium, which I was really super into. I, I just like how weird his his style is, and I'm I'm happy to have him in Marvel books. He's he's writing uh, Hawkeye now, all new, okay. all different Hawkeye, um, which I would like to get back to. That's one that I've been trade waiting on. Um, so it's yeah, this is refreshing. So that's Old Man Logan. What's Old Man Logan? The book of the week for next week. Couple things coming out next week that I would like to draw attention to. Hit me. Spider-Man number one. Yes. Miles Morales Spider-Man. Finally. Finally. We I'm got that. So, I'm so excited. That could be book of the week. Uh-huh. Um, Other we contenders. Also, we also have Cap- Captain Marvel number two. Okay. The Dark Knight three. The Master Race number three. I don't know if this is actually coming out. I don't know if it seems like it's delayed, so delayed. I'm not totally yeah, sure. I don't know. So I don't think we should call on that No one. gambling. Um... Deadpool and the Mercs for Money. You're not into Deadpool, so you're not going to enjoy that. No, not so much. Paper Girls number five. Paper Girls is spectacular. So what's jumping out to me is Spider-Man number one or Paper Girls. See, here's the thing. Paper Girls has a little bit... Five issues are out. This is issue five. But I'll say this first. If you're not reading Paper Girls and you are a comic book fan, figure it out. Go and read one through four because mm-hmm. that's a good series. Um, so you should be reading it. That said, I don't want anybody to be under the pressure to do that in a week's time. Okay. So maybe we start with a number one. Yeah. And I feel like putting Spidey on the map and having people pick up that book, mm-hmm. not a bad thing. Yeah. All right. So Spider-Man number one, the Miles Morales Spider-Man book. Yeah. I, what is it called? Is it called Miles Spider-Man. Morales Spider-Man? From what I see, Spider-Man number one. Okay. So that's going to be a book of the week for next week. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, now, we're going long. Are we going to do who would win? Or are we going to just do that next time? I think we got to save it because I, I've been compiling some opinions. I have, I, have, uh, I have a very thorough. You've been doing research? I have a very thorough approach to this, right? And it's not one that would be good. If it's cut short. Oh, okay. Okay, I don't want to cut enough. it in half. You don't want to you don't want to short the people with you, what they deserve. No. No, exactly. Which is why I think we need to explore that in full next time. Okay. Maybe we we we'll have a little less man man. A little a little more <laughs> You never know. Man man could bust in here at any given <laughs> yeah, moment. I know. I'm a, I've realized man, that. Man man, get out of there. They trying to record a podcast. <laughs> I realize that. I realize that. He's he's get back in this car. He's a pest. He's like, <laughs> she, his parents are just driving by everywhere. Just get back in this car. How'd you get in there? <laughs> man man, get out of Indy Hall. Leave them people alone. They're trying to work. You don't have a membership. You didn't pay for that. You don't even have a job. Your baby. Man, man, just like shoulder shrugs. Like, oh, okay, all right. All right. 
fine. Okay. All right. Well, good episode. We 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 packed a lot into this. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, we'll come back next week. We're going to cover uh, Spider-Man, talk a little bit more about that, uh, and the rest of our pool list, some other news. I'm sure things are going to be popping up on our, our, our radar uh, between now and the next time we record. we got a one-shot coming to you soon uh, in which Octavius and I tackle The Revenant. Yep. Which uh, we're really excited to to share with you because we're excited to talk about, uh, and not just that we uh, we we dip into talking about the Oscars. Oscars so white, so uh, <laughs> like Oscars like so white. It's capital S O. Oscars so white. Uh, so we uh, we have a little conversation about the Revenant, a little conversation about the Academy Awards, um, and that was a fun one too. Uh, and I'm, I have no doubt that's going to come back. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot about that in the future. So join us for the next time that we do that. Uh, in the meantime, Octavius, where can people find you on the internet? On the internet at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. That's Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, also, this podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. You can follow Bear Fruit on Twitter and Instagram at B3ARFRUIT. Go to the website, barefruit.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out the other podcasts, go to our store, check out the merch, buy some of our fly stuff, wear them Jones. Yeah. Adam. Uh, you can find me in the club, Bottle Full of Bub. There you go. Um, that's, a, that's a little Wolverine pun, isn't it? Bottle Full of Bub. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you took it there. <laughs> Wow. We're just gonna, what, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Uh, well just, done. Thank you, thank you, thank Way you. Way to go, you. champ. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram by the same name, at Adam Tetteris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. Uh, I also write for a newspaper. It is my short fiction uh, in a newspaper called The Dark Matter Sequential. I tag team that with a guy named Michael Norcross. He's a great illustrator. And uh, you can find our work at www.darkmatterseq.com. And I hope you check that out. Uh, I'm working on the fifth issue right now. Um, yeah, maybe that'll be on stand sometime. We could put that in your pool list. Mm. I keep working on this. You'd be like, what are you picking up? I'm picking up the dark matter sequential 49. Maybe we can, and, and you also might one day be able to pick up man, man, number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason in my mind now, I'm just thinking of baby's kids. <laughs> That's, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh man. So if you like us talking about man, man, um, if you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Leave us some comments on SoundCloud. Subscribe, share, rate, review. Yeah. Um, send us an email at comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Hashtag comicbookjunto. Give us feedback. Keep the conversation going. And geeks rule the world, man. Geeks Be rule proud of your world. geekdom. Yeah. Embrace it. Uh huh. Lean into it. Hey, em- embrace it. Embrace each other. That's what I say. There you go. You give a geek a hug. There, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, the geek in your life, give him a hug and go, you smart. <laughs> you loyal. I appreciate you. We the best. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That's a major key. Major, major key. key. That's good. They don't want you to win. <laughs> they don't want you to see de- they don't want you to see Deadpool. 
They don't want you to see Batman v Superman. But what we gonna do is we gonna go see him in 3D. Let's see. In IMAX. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what's gonna come out. They don't want you to see Black Panther. Kugler, they don't want you to do that. But we gonna achieve more. We're going to watch more movies, <laughs> read more comics, because we the best. Hey, bless up. <laughs> bless up. <laughs> this is going on too far. All right. Uh, shout out to uh, number one fan, DJ Callie. We know you're listening right now. There bless you up. go. Bless up. All right, guys. Until next time. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>